Black Doctors Podcast highlights the stories of minority professionals with the goal of inspiring others. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and share with others because the next generation can't be what they don't see. Tune in every Monday to hear our stories told by us. Hello and welcome back to the Black Doctors Podcast. I'm Stephen, your host. So thrilled to bring to you this episode. This is our one year anniversary of being on the air. We started in June of 2020. It is now June of 2021, and we made it. We made it a full year. This will conclude the third season. I kind of randomly made some seasons, and and that's where the uh, number three came from. But we'll start our fourth season as we enter this new year for the podcast anyways. This episode is a little different. I'm going to talk about the reason why I started the podcast, answer a couple of questions that I received, and then most importantly, talk about the special anniversary giveaway that we are hosting with the show. So for all of our loyal listeners and to folks that aren't loyal listeners yet, we have a surprise, a prize for for you. We want to celebrate with you, and the whole theme of the show is to give back to increase diversity in medicine as well as other health professions. And to celebrate, we're going to give back to our listeners. We're providing 10 $100 scholarships to pre-meds, med students, residents, the anybody that's aspiring to join the health professions uh, work field. We want to help. Whether this is going towards paying for your AMCAS, your medical college applications, your MCAT, your UWorld subscription or Anki or whatever the kids are using these days to study for step one. For residents, you're know, getting ready to move for, for residency. Any way we can help, we wanna be there and we're providing 10 $100 scholarships. Super simple, this isn't one of those uh, giveaways where you have to like four different accounts and send messages and all that. All you have to do, listen to an episode of the Black Tigers podcast, that's a request, uh, leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcast, doing this really helps the show. But after you've left that rating or review, go ahead and share with somebody that could use some inspiration. But once you leave that rating on Apple Podcasts, go to www.theblackdoctorspodcast.com. There is a link on the website for the scholarship where you can fill out a quick form. It's really just so I know how to get in touch with you. And so I know which comment is yours on Apple Podcasts. That way we can, uh, at the end of the month, so the end of June, I'll look at all the entries and randomly pick 10 winners to receive these $100 scholarships and then uh, we'll deliver the money. I don't know if it's going to be Cash App or Zelle or, or somewhere. We'll figure that out. But all you got to do, listen to a podcast, leave a rating and review on Apple, and then let me know who you are, how to get in touch with you on the blackheadedspodcast.com website, and we'll take it from there. So super excited. Um, the reason why, of course, this podcast is I started it to give back. And this giveaway specifically means a lot to me because of my pathway through medicine. And one of the reasons that I'm in medicine today is because of the doors that were opened for me. Specifically today, I have to thank Ms. Fran. So she was a secretary uh, at one of the graduate programs I went to. So I finished college. I went to University of South Florida for a one-year master's program in anatomy while I was applying to medical school. It's kind of a gap program. And through college, I'd worked 
at Walgreens and other odd jobs. I worked probably 30, 35 hours a week during my junior and senior year of college because I, I needed to pay for school. So then I got to grad school at University of South Florida. It was a one-year program, and I continued to work. I was an assistant manager at Walgreens, so I worked part-time at Walgreens while I was doing this super rigorous master's program. And I remember getting that first exam back. There was like a biochemistry class that was absolutely horrible. And I didn't fail, but I got a score that was low enough where you know, I think the passing program passing score for the program was like 85% or above. And I didn't meet that threshold. So it wasn't looking good. And Miss Francesca, she knew that I was juggling working part-time with grad school. And she sent me down the office one day and talked about, you know, what she could do to help and pretty much offered me the exact same salary through a fellowship. She said, oh, well, I can, if I can get you this money, will you stop working? And I said, absolutely, of course I would. And she was able to hook me up with a, a fellowship. And it was in part because of my GRE scores. So I'd qualified for this academic fellowship or scholarship for this program. But she kind of did the legwork and was able to hook me up with this. And that gave me some extra money because at that point I'd applied to medical school. But the I only had enough money to apply to six medical schools. I, I applied to six schools in Florida. And because of what uh, Miss Fran did, I was able to apply to six additional medical schools. And one of those additional medical schools was Howard, which I ultimately ended up getting into that school. So along the way of my journey through medicine, there was little doors that were opened and little ways that you know the good Lord was looking out and people helped me. So through this promotion, through this podcast, I want to help people that are in that pathway and I don't know, can use a hundred bucks. So there's that. Check out the website. And uh, I think on Instagram, I'll post more details, although that's really all there is to join the, uh, you put your name in the hat for this uh, raffle for the scholarship. I've already talked a little bit about it, but the, the point of this podcast was to increase diversity in healthcare and health related fields. I sat back and looked at social media and you can see so much representation now on social media, but it's, it's so fleeting. You see the pictures, you see the post and, you know, a lot of us don't even try to be on social media like that anyways. So I decided to try and take this offline, if you will, although it's still online, but I thought through, but in this podcast, I could have a platform where people could come on and talk for 20 or 30 minutes about their life story. We could actually get to know different physicians and clinicians and hear about the obstacles that they face along the way, hear about what their current practice model and style is. I think there's a huge amount of experiential knowledge that doesn't get transmitted because the folks that stay in academics, the people that are teaching at a medical school, for the most part, have stayed at an academic model to practice. And it's totally different when you get out to the private world or the other models of practice because you've never been exposed to that, or most of us haven't anyways. So... In addition to representation, I wanted this experiential knowledge to be be transmitted to the listeners, and I've been really fortunate to, to have some incredible, amazing guests. Honestly, and obviously, I could not have done it without the people that have volunteered their time to sit down for 30 or 45 minutes to be on the show, to be guests, to tell their stories, and 
were very transparent and open and, you know, it speaks to their willingness to give back to the next generation of physicians and healthcare workers. I posted on my Instagram, which is Stephen Bradley MD, um, some questions, you know, or a box where people could ask questions that I would answer on the show. So I'm going to answer some of those questions. The first question was why I started the podcast, which, which I've already answered. Uh, another question was how did I start or how do you start podcasting? So for me, I sat down, this is probably like uh, February, March of 2020, when uh, the COVID pandemic was raging, I was getting bounced around in my practice because I'm in the military. So there was a couple of different deployments that I was going on and then not going on. And I ended up sitting at home for a good amount of the time because elective surgeries had died down and we're trying to keep people out of the hospital unless they needed to be there. So with all this free time, I sat down and started researching how does one start a podcast? Um, I think Buzzsprout had some really good resources. Podbeam was another website I looked at and just Googled, you know, how to start a podcast. I have to shout out Dr. Nee Darko. He hosts the Docs Outside the Box podcast. Also, um, Armchair Psychiatrist. He's another friend from social media. And those are people that I reached out to. Nee, his post was what kind of initially made me think about starting the podcast. He just posted one day about why every physician should have a podcast. I was like, okay, this is interesting. And, you know, reading his articles and seeing what he's done really inspired me to jump in. My initial feeling was, oh, okay, this space is already full. There's already black physicians with podcasts. Um, they don't want to just be another person and there's no room for me. But through Dr. Darko's content and his website, really made the case that we all have our own story to tell and encouraged me to keep going. So I ultimately settled on to sort of build, make a podcast. You have to have a podcast host. So you'll record your episodes and then you, you upload them to your host. And this host has it in a RSS feed or it syndicates it essentially to different platforms, whether it's sending it to a website, to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So those are some of the decisions you make early on. What equipment do you need? You can podcast off of your cellular phone, your iPhone. If you have one, uh, you can record that, edit it straight from your device. You can buy a fancy $500 microphone. My microphone, I think, was 100 bucks off of Amazon. I had a um, this Audio-Technica microphone. I have some in-ear monitors. These are, that's a fancy way to say headphones, so... Since I dabble in music, I have some in-ear monitors, which are really just fancy earbuds and noise canceling. So I use those when I record so you don't pick up backup noise. And then I have a $100 microphone that plugs directly into my USB-C for my computer. For recording online, I use, it's a program called Audio Hijack, which I'm able to record multiple streams of audio. And I can record myself talking. I can pull in audio from iTunes or from... Um, FaceTime or, or Google Voice, different ways that you can rig it so I can record pretty good quality audio. I have it saved to my computer as a file. It's um, it's a coming in as a as an MP3 or or even better, it's a kind of a lossless format, so it maintains a quality. And so I have these saved to my hard drive, and then when I decide to make the episode, I dump the audio files into Logic Pro X. That's the digital audio workstation. Some people use Audacity. That's a free program that you can download. Most Apple, uh, most Macs come with GarageBand. You can use that to edit your audio as well. 
So I edit the episode there. I keep it in two different tracks. I have my voice, I have the guest voice, and then I add a third track for the intro outro. Um, another question was, you know, where do I get the music for the show? I dabble in music, so I actually kind of recorded and produced a couple of different musical intros, outros, and over the course of that first year, I was able to settle on the one I currently have, which is a instrumental rendition of Back Home by, I think, Summer Walker. Yeah, Back Home, with which is a song by Summer Walker and Trey Songs. And so that's what I did with the music. So I go through each episode. I take out a lot of the ums and ahs and verbal clutter, or if something needs to be edited, I edit that all in Logic Pro. I put different filters and plugins to hopefully make the sound, make the audio sound a lot better. I know going back and listening to some of the early episodes, the audio is pretty bad. So thank you for bearing with me. I'd like to think the audio has gotten better over time. If not, let me know. Um, after I finished mixing everything together, I bounce the track or save it as an MP3 file, and then I upload it to Anchor. That's the hosting platform that I use. Anchor is free and pretty easy to use. I fill out a little show notes section and, and come up with a title for the episode. And then I use Adobe Sparks. It's kind of a Adobe's version of Canva. These apps just allow you to make different graphics and you can save the templates. So it makes it a lot easier to redo, you know, you can reuse these templates for every episode. Just makes it a lot faster in terms of the editing and, and making the, the graphics and whatnot. So I make special promo kind of graphic for the episode, upload that to Anchor as well, and then I set it to upload and go live at midnight on Monday mornings. So that is how I started podcasting and definitely has gotten better over time. I've gotten faster over time and figured out a system. Um, special thanks to my fiance for putting up with it. Um, I know in the beginning it was taking a lot of time to do all the editing and all the background work, but thankfully like over a couple months it's really been streamlined and I can get the editing down. So typically any given week, I'll spend 45 minutes per interview, and then I can edit the podcast probably in 30 to 45 minutes. I usually do it Sunday afternoons or evenings because I'm a procrastinator, and then it takes me about five minutes or so to create a graphic for the show, and that's it. I did end up adding a, a second episode every week starting in January, which is the Ethically Sourced, where I talk about different ethical issues, health equity, uh, medical ethics, and how we can be better physicians and healthcare providers and and provide more patient-centered, culturally competent care. So that's been doing pretty well also. Someone asked, how much have you made from the podcast? That's a good question. I definitely, when I started podcasting, thought I was going to be the next uh, Joe Rogan and, and have a million-dollar podcast. You know, that's a dream. I went through different iterations and thought processes, and ultimately I ended up not prioritizing the finances and trying to generate revenue off the podcast. That may come at some point in time, but I decided to first prioritize making quality episodes and consistency, making sure I get an episode out every week. To date, 
through Anchor, I have made um, like $75. And that's because with Anchor, they allegedly get you brand sponsorships, but really the only sponsor was Spotify because Spotify owns Anchor. So that was around for a little bit. And then ultimately the, that um, promotion ended. So right now I'm just hanging out, putting together content. I've talked to a couple different companies about promotions and sponsorship, but just haven't found anything that I really like and somebody I want to get into bed with. So maybe at some point in time it may work out, but it's not my priority for now. And if folks are getting value from the content, which is, you know, getting some pretty good reviews, then, then I'm happy in terms of a uh, number of downloads. So this was very surprising. I think whenever you start a podcast, you don't know if anybody's going to listen to you or not. So I was very pleased, you know, when I started getting, you know, 10, 15, 20 downloads and eventually that grew, they have pretty good metrics for the podcast. You can kind of watch and track your growth. So excited to report that we just broke the 30,000 all time download count. So we've been downloaded over 30,000 times. Our audience averages between 350, 400 people a week. So all those folks are people that are hopefully being inspired and finding encouragement by the by the uh, content that that I make in these these episodes. Another question someone asked about PhDs and CRNAs, and for sure I have a couple of PhDs or, or people that are MD PhDs and other flavors that I have lined up I'm working on getting on to interview. You know, if you could see the email inbox going back and forth, trying to coordinate all these interviews and all these people, of course, are so important and incredibly busy people. So once again, I'm so grateful that they take the time out of their day to come on the show. But we're working on it in terms of um, advanced practice nursing, um, have a couple of people in mind that I'm trying to get on the show that can provide that um, perspective as well. But thank you all for everyone that submitted questions and recommendations. If you or someone you know wants to be a part of the show, you can go to the website, theblackdiverspodcast.com. There's a link to a form you can fill out where you can nominate yourself or another guest, and we can work on getting that individual on the show. Additionally, I guess what what else? I built I built the website over the last year. I also have my personal website, stephenbradleymd.com, where I do a little bit of everything over there answering questions about military medicine, medical ethics, um, anesthesia. I also am starting the Daily Grind lecture series, which is another way that I hope to, to give back by, by tackling challenging issues and topics that come up with graduate professional students, especially minority graduate professional students, and whether that's pre-med, dealing with issues of self-doubt, whether it's residency, dealing with imposter syndrome, whether it is, you know, starting off your intern year right or navigating residency in a not very diverse program. All those are topics that I'm going to cover over the next couple months and years and produce different video lecture series, very affordably priced. They'll be free the first two weeks because I really just want to help people. And then I think it's going to be comparable in price to a white chocolate mocha. That was my drink of choice when I drink Starbucks. So that's going to be on my website, stephenbradleymd.com. The first lecture is up. It's about imposter syndrome, unlocking your true self. And it's about 15 minutes where I just talk about 
the construct of imposter syndrome, what it means, who it affects, and what are ways that we can navigate around this obstacle, what are ways we can avoid this and um, come out on the other side victorious. So if you're interested, check that out. Again, it's free up until uh, mid-June, so June 15th, I think. Then it goes up to like $3.50 or something ridiculously cheap. So um, let me know what you think about that. Again, I'm always available for feedback. When it comes to statistics, so as I already mentioned, we're at 30,284 downloads to date. And the podcast has been streamed in a number of countries. So the podcast has been streaming over 110 countries. You know, not sure that uh, Kajiristan is super interested in increasing diversity in their physician workforce, or maybe not such a big deal in Kazakhstan. But it's, I don't know, pretty cool to watch and track and down and, and see the, pros- the progress. Moving forward, I'm just going to continue to hopefully provide a good variety of solid interesting episodes. Let me know what you like or what you don't like about these episodes. Who do you want to see as a guest on the show? What topics or issues do you want us to talk about? Um, As a lot of you know from social media, I'm going to be finishing my commitment with the Navy, then going on to a critical care fellowship next summer. So I'll probably be a little busy in fellowship. So I will probably be looking over the next year to Uh, bring on some more people, expand the team, and keep this uh, podcast going. So once again, thank you all for your support. Thank you for helping us make it to one year. Don't forget about our one-year celebration scholarship. We're giving out $100 to 10 students just to kind of try and help ease the burden, ease the financial burden that they're going to be going through along with everything else. Follow us on social media if you're not already at the Black Doctors Podcast on Instagram. Go over to iTunes and leave a comment, leave a ranking that helps the show grow and expand and get presented to other people. Also, share. You know, if you have friends or family members that are in college that are thinking about medical school or health professions, or maybe friends that are in grad school or medical school now. You know, there's something in each episode for everybody, so we'll definitely appreciate you sharing the word. Again, I'm Dr. Stephen Bradley, your host for the Black Doctors Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us through this year, and stay tuned for more. The Black Doctors Podcast is a nonprofit volunteer passion project with the goal of inspiring all who listen. Tune in next week for another episode of the Black Doctors Podcast with Dr. Stephen Bradley, your friendly neighborhood anesthesiologist.